Welcome everyone to another episode of the Definitive Crusade. I am your host, Johnny the Machine Hughes, and joining me from across the small pond and the big pond are my favourite people in the world. We have the random dude, Josh. We have Tracy. And we would be lost if it wasn't for the artistic critique of Freya. <laughs> Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Now, I'm not saying anything about the books that we're going to look at today, but there was a choice. I could either have one of these bad boys in honor of my friend Josh. Yeah. <laughs> However, cheers. This is what we'll be getting drunk. Yeah. <laughs> they haven't made a Dr. Pepper with alcohol yet. Although, Dr. Pepper, if you could please start doing that, that'd be great. Thank you. Yeah, Southern Comfort and Dr. Pepper, all in one, gut, one glass. <laughs> I mean, Mountain Dew's already doing it. Mm -hmm. They've already oh. released, they're releasing a, a hard um, Mountain Dew. Yeah, I love hard, there's a hard water over there. There's some water company that, like Apple Water or something, that is alcoholic as well. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I'll, I'll let, I'll let you all know how the uh, Mountain Dew. Baja Blast hard version is. Oh, it's even the Baja Blast. Ew. <laughs> well, and they've got some other flavors, but okay, that was but... the big one. It was like, ooh, that's the big one. Well, Mountain Dew, they like to do everything. They did energy drinks when that was, you know, the big thing mm -hmm. back in the day. And those were actually pretty good. But yep, the hydrating one. Uh this podcast, however, is not sponsored by Mountain Dew. <laughs> however, if they would like to sponsor us, yeah, let us yeah. know. Yeah. yeah, but just remember, we now know that uh, soda pop stands for life, water, energy. We uh, we've already know that. Thanks uh, uh, don't even get me started on that. We'll oh, save no. that till later. All <laughs> right then. All right. First time around, we're going. We're taking a look back a couple of weeks. We've gone to some more recent books. We're going to start off with a book. Uh, we'll start with my choice for a change. Uh, and mainly, I picked this book. I wasn't going to. Um, but um, I think it's something that we haven't really spoken about previously. So um, we talk about Batman Catwoman special. Yes, I know we talked about Batman Catwoman before. I know that. Um, it's written by Tom King. The art. Okay, so this is the special that was held up from last year following the death of John Paul Leon, a uh, celebrated comic book artist from across DC Indie Books has an absolute massive following. Um, if you look in the book, uh, John Paul produced the art for pages one through 13, then breakdowns up to page 20. Uh, from there on in, we have a, a rogues gallery of bat artists to take over. We have Bernard Chang, who makes an appearance again later on. He's joined with Sean Crystal, and we've got Mitch Gerard, who saw time on Heroes in Crisis. Uh, colors are by Dave Stewart and letters are by Clayton Cowles. Uh, cool. So for me, this book absolutely reads gorgeously. Um, I'm having a bit of a Tom King renaissance after the last pod. Everyone knows how much I love the Supergirl book. Um, yeah. I'm sorry, guys, I keep you awake there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but this book it reminds me of the Batman annual from a couple of years back, which was kind of like a the wonderful life of bruce and selena this kind of follows the same theme in that it picks different bits lots of different catwoman outfits are involved including my favorite um of course john paul leon's 
art stands out as fantastic. It was a shame we couldn't get to see the whole the whole book in that style. But there's some interesting bits. You know, we get to see Selena as a cat as a as a child. We see Bruce as a child. We see Helen there as a child. There's loads of cats, so it's a crazy cat family for sure. Um, yeah, there you go. Um, Josh, what did you think of this book? It wasn't bad. Um, I'm, I think I'm just gearing up for an influx of Batman Catwoman books with the Batman coming out here in, what, less than a month? Is there, is uh, there a film coming out? Yeah. Yeah, March 4th. Unless they delay it again, which, you know. Uh, who, who knows? But, I mean, well, I where they're really... Me. Where they're really pushing the the whole bat and the cat thing. I mean, they made a whole freaking trailer around that. I anticipate us getting a lot more bat and cat books. Um, now that being said, I didn't mind this uh, this book. One with it being a black label, it really allowed for a little more creative liberties, if you will. Um, I definitely feel it had the the feel of an indie book, which honestly I'm okay with. We should expect with John Paul Leon on Zatler, right? Yeah, but I mean, at, at the end of the day, it it still is a, a fantastic read. I I personally love the art in mm. this, so um, being able to see all the different Catwoman costumes is great. Uh, Seeing Helena uh, as Robin, that that was kind of cool to see. Agreed. <laughs> um, I mean, aside from that, it definitely one worth worth picking up. It's uh, it's interesting. Like, I found it interesting how Bruce tries so hard. You know, he doesn't. He always seems to miss the mark no matter what he does. There's a, a couple of scenes in there where he's trying to do something nice for Selena, and so he just does. It just shows he doesn't understand Selena. There's also still some more of that whole Joker Catwoman thing going on. Mm-hmm. So I'm still quite unsure about what's going on with that in the current book. Um, I also did like the rant she has about, you don't know what happens to me when I'm not here. You know, because she goes on and where do I go? Do I end up in prison? Do I? Uh, which was quite interesting take because we never think about what happens to them whilst they're in there, especially someone like Selena who doesn't really belong in Arkham. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, I'm sure Frey will pick up the fact that Selena has purple legs on one panel, but I'll just say that. <laughs> <laughs> Tracy, what did you think of this book? Um, I thought that it was a fitting tribute to bring out um, uh, for you know the, the, the styling and it was done in how they kept um, close to it. Um, mm, like it, it, it's like it's very quintessential. Uh, on polyon so it's you know it's very much you know who it is the minute you look at that you know you just know mm-hmm. um i felt that the story itself was trying to paint catwoman in a different light i think you know they're giving alternate catwomans in different parts of her life um and it it, it just i just think it, it was a bit too long in that life story you know um uh it could have been done in less pages but i can understand why they did it 
in that length. The story itself is very touching. You know what I mean? It mm. is about this, you know, this this girl who has nothing, who was born to nothing, and then all of a sudden her life has changed. Um, and you know she's then with the most you know influential powerful and rich man in the world and obviously he doesn't get it there's no mm. way he'd get it because he wouldn't understand her life mm. um but she's there and she and she does love him and he does love her um I mean, one of my favorite lines so when it was he was trying to say but you know uh, she should be out fighting she's 12. damien yeah. was, yeah, was it damien yeah Jim, yeah Damien was out at 10 and she was like, yeah, but she, he was raised by assassins yeah. <laughs> and, he, and he just looks at her and the panel just goes, but she was raised by you. Yeah. And I felt that was a beautifully touching moment in, in such a, for such a dark medium, you know what I mean? Mm. He wanted to bring yet another child as a Robin out for whatever his weird need for that is. Mm -hmm. um, and yet he wants to bring another one of his actual children out and you know selena's trying to hold back as much as she can to protect her child from the life that she had and i, I thought that was great and um, after that story and then all the other ones i was kind of like oh it's so disjointed lads mm. <laughs> but yeah. i know they were trying to show off the other creators art style well um, it's, it's it's a good point you made because you you're absolutely right. i think uh, when you look at bernard chan who we're going to look at again later on in the pod mm -hmm. um as well as Mitch Gerard, this isn't their style, passing. No. Um, so you can see them trying to curb the natural instincts um, to maintain, especially on pages fourteen through twenty, yeah. where, the, where, where they're working on the breakdowns, trying to keep everything. Um, and that's cohesive. why it's so 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 much more simplified when it gets to that stage. Yeah, but you can tell, like it's so obvious mm. that it's a, a multiplayer. <laughs> oh, you've been reading Marvel books again. Watch out for those migraines. Shush. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, uh, it, it's like you're going to love it. If, 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 like, if you're a Bats Cats person, you're going to absolutely love it. You're going to love this whole lineage of start of her life to the end of his to her moving forward without it um, and without him. And it's it's a beautiful story but it's just a bit too long i think if they had it ended the special with that instead of continuing it would have been great mm -hmm. so it's a little bit too long that's what she said uh, uh, freya. <laughs> but freya isn't that the knock on tom king's writing generally speaking that yeah a bit don't say too... uh long, yeah too much um Giggity. Uh, giggity, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to, I was still trying to do a nice, clever segue there. Thanks for like, you know. Yeah, but you know Thanks. that's not gonna, that's not gonna fly <laughs> here. So, I, I agree. It's just too long. Um, but then again, I'm not exactly the person that should review this because I am, like I said before, I'm sick of the Catwoman, you know, Batman thing. It's been going on a little too long um i want him to go back to being playboy bruce uh just because i like some of the other love interests he has and selena's just overdone at this point i'm bored of her okay you know I, uh, but i did the story was nice um i'm happy i wasn't going crazy with the art changing because i was like what the hell just happened 
um, when it first switched, and I was like, oh, okay, yeah. I like all the costume changes. I like the, um, however, on page 16, 17, when they're macking out on the roof. Um, yeah. Well, just get it. Yeah, there it is. There it is. So purple yeah, legs. Costume. Check out those purple legs. Yeah, here's the thing about that. These shoes are thigh highs, and I love thigh highs. And mm -hmm. the fact that they made them knee highs in this shot is fucking stupid. And it's awful. It's a different costume, like, that's why. It's that's, not a different costume, it it's the same freaking costume. If you, see the, the bit where they're kissing there and the, on that panel? Yeah, that's yeah, her old 70s different. costume that's the dress. You can see the green cape. That's why she's wearing calf boots. And then the next one where she's in the thigh highs, that's the Jim Ballant costume from the 90s. They're two different timepieces. Mm -hmm. Sorry. Don't you, know that, don't you know that Johnny knows what type of uh, lady uh, shoes his, his Catwoman just, is wearing oh my all the time? It's just, it just feels terrible just joining it because at least switch to a costume that's a lot different looking instead of one that's essentially the same except she that's, has thigh, you know, her her uh, gloves are longer and her boots are thigh highs instead of, you know. Well, that's what I was saying. Boots. The legs, the legs colored wrong. The legs should be skin colored. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So the, right there. Yeah, they can't get it right. And that's why I thought it was the other costume because it's not. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh! Just get the costume right, or just don't and don't have one that's essentially exactly the same on the next panel if it's not supposed to be the same costume. So let me just ask quickly before we move on, Frey, are you more pissed that, that that's changed like that, or are you more pissed that I was right? Actually, that was changed and they screwed it up. <laughs> All right, so Frey's made an interesting point. Catwoman, we're she's been the focus of Bruce's love life or Batman's love life for quite some time now. There are other love interests. Freya, you started this off. Other than Catwoman, who is your favorite Batman squeeze? Oh, my favorite one? Yep. Oh, I like Talia, but that's because she's psychotic, and I like that. And she's kind of the opposite, and she actually is a villain, and they're trying to make Selena a hero, which pisses me off, too. But I like how Talia is just like, yeah, let's just, you know... Unrepentant. Kill people. <laughs> Tracy, same question. Talia. 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 She took the words out of my mouth. She is yeah. such a amazingly strong character, but there ain't no way that there's any uh, retribution. Not retribution. There's no arc for her to turn into a hero. She's just such a bitch. Yeah. Well, I love her. And just quickly, quickly about Talia then before we get Josh's on this. If you go and check out the recent Outside the Panels interview with Dr. Travis Langley, yes. the question comes up. He brings up Talia and he says Talia is pretty much interesting, but she's always a foil for someone else. It's either Rish mm -hmm. or Batman. She's mm -hmm. never great by herself. Just an interesting point. You want to go and find that out? Go and watch outside the panels. It's on now. Yeah. Josh, favorite Batman squeeze? I, I'd have to go with Talia. Yeah. Yeah. It, 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 it's between, I mean, they, they've run. Okay, I'm, I'm going to try to say this without getting a giggity or that's what she said. Do it anyway. We want to. Okay, well, they've pounded the bat cat thing into the ground. Giggity. Mm -hmm. Giggity. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like them to do more with Talia. Let's bring Talia back into the, the forefront. Mm -hmm. mm. Well, I'm glad no one said Batgirl. <clears throat> so uh, who would say Batgirl? 
Uh, I don't know. Slapped because that's wrong. We Uh, don't talk about the first thirty minutes of the Killing Joke animated movie for that reason. I like the first thirty minutes. Um, So, (laughs) just saying. um, How about? I can't believe no one said Vicky Vale, and I can't believe no one said Silver Saint Cloud. Vicky Vale is a bit a bit, bit, bit. I'm going to use a swear word. Sorry, she's a bit pissy. <laughs> yeah, today's, but, today's pod has been uh, sponsored by the word. Never mind. I'm joking. YouTube okay, goes, so goes hold, hold, hold on. Which which Vicky Vale are we we talking about? Here? Batman and Robin, Vicky Vale. No. Batman and Robin. No. Vicky yeah, Vale. Yeah, of course, Batman and Robin. Who else? Is there? <laughs> Vicky Vale. Batman. Vicky Vale. Batman. Which Vicky Vale's not in Batman? Was that Vicky Vale or was that no. Batman Forever? Are we talking Vicky about Vale. Batman 89 or are we talking about the Vicky Vale from the uh, Batman and Robin, the Boy Wonder? No, I'm what? talking about I'm talking about Vicky Vale, written by Alan Grant from Detective Comics, drawn by Norm Brayfogle. Mm, see, Great. I okay, so I'd have to go with the Vicky Vale from the Frank Miller Jim Lee series. That's just because it's Jim Lee art. I said that. Uh, uh, <laughs> well, one, she was a redhead, and well, I, I like redheads. Oh, she's see, a, that's, that's terrible, uh, isn't it? That the reason why you like her character is pure. No, pure okay, like well, there, there was yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. That and there's p- panels the, of a lingerie. Yeah, the yeah. Fact, well, and the fact that she also didn't put up with a whole lot of crap either in, in that particular series. See, ah, uh, so that's no, fine. I'm going. I'm sticking with mine because there's the lovely cover, and I can't remember what number it is. I think it's around the six twenties. It might be six thirties. Where Vicky Vale's in hospital and Bruce Wayne's doing the whole pull the mask yeah. off thing, and he's he's that close to telling who he is. So, oh. well, I'm glad none of us said you know Kim Basinger because yeah, yeah. But she was you know, nice to look at. She's well, hey, she's got a great set yeah. of lungs on her. She can scream <laughs> like scream like nobody's business. That one. Scream so much you could be a Doctor Who assistant. All right. <laughs> True story, my friend. Oh, my gosh, story. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy. All Sorry. right, there you go. So that's Batman Catwoman special. It's been out a couple of weeks. If you get a chance to go and check it out, feel free. Um, I must be going old. I must be getting old because you know that's the second Tom King book I've 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 enjoyed. Oh, oh what's going on? What's going on? I need to take some tablets. All right. <laughs> Sorry. We'll send some to you. <laughs> fine. Can I, all right, so next up is uh Fred, I think this is your call, is it not? Wonder Girl Seven? Yep. Yep. So this is written by Joelle Jones, who we may remember for writing Catwoman um a little while ago, and of course the future state Wonder Girl books when she was Wonder Woman. God knows why she got uh demoted. Art <laughs> by Leela Del Duca, colours by the always fantastic George Belair. And letters by Pat Brosso or Brosseo. I'll say how even. Um, so I'm gonna ask the question with this book. What the hell is going on? Rhea, maybe you can help me out with this. Um, not really. All I know <laughs> <laughs> I haven't really been Good keeping work. up with this and I really yeah. should have because I like Yara. Um she essentially uh Cupid or Eros. Um, has taken control of her essentially 
-hmm. And so, um, which is kind of funny and ironic at the same time because she kicks his ass. But mm -hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, and she's the uh, uh, Brazilian Amazonians are trying to rescue her from Mount Olympus. Um, and I don't know. I don't. I need to go back and reread it to know exactly what's going on. But yeah, and for some reason, I guess we have Cassandra floating around. And Donna mm -hmm. Troy, it's like a whole Wonder Girl convention. And I'm like, how about you guys go away and let Yara have her own book, please? Just shoo. We don't need all the Wonder Girls. <laughs> shoo. Just go away. Because Yara is the most fun out of all of them. I like her character a lot. And I like this book. I do like the art style. Um, there were things, of course, I greatly disliked um, art-wise. But, you know, it... Overall, I really liked it. I need to go back and read everything. Um, I sometimes think but... some of the some of the poses look a little bit wooden. I mean that yeah. that bit where she's fighting the dude with the sword on the panel we're looking at now. That doesn't mm. look like a comfortable body position. Nope, I was thinking that too. That's one of my art things. I'm like, she looks. She's always like leaning forward yeah. for some reason, and I'm like, that's just a weird position to have her in it, it it looks uncomfortable and first of all she would be leaning backwards not forwards because when you lean forwards and you block something you tend to they have the upper hand because they're pushing you down yeah and that's where i would go right through her face <laughs> just yeah. stay in because she should be leaning back to block it because you get more anyway yeah besides so that, 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 that that's like it's just you know and, and the whole thing was kind of Donna being there and Cassie being there and just I don't know why Zeus wanted to get involved because he never freaking gets involved with anything. Her landing was also kind of awkward um, in uh, page 17. It's always page 17. It's, just, it's, always, it's, always, it's page always page 17 for some you're reason. Yeah, lucky number. <laughs> I guess. I don't know. I just the landing is weird. Maybe it's just me. I don't know. You're absolutely right. Some of the, I mean, this whole thing with Cassie, it's just, uh, it's like, I hate the current Cassie look. Mm -hmm. And yeah, she look at this awful. panel, she's, she looks absolutely gormless. As if yeah. she's, she's, she looks vacant. And yet she's the one that saves the day. Mm -hmm. She saves the day by running to her grandpappy and going, Grandpappy, please don't do this. Yeah. <laughs> Please don't. I'm like, that's not much of a heroic thing. That's a, you know, yeah, well, let's, think... let's, let's talk this out. I'm like, here's the thing. Zeus is a douchebag and he's always a douchebag in every single story he's in. Is he a so... douchebag? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> my, my main issue, my main with the issue besides having the other Wonder Girls floating around is why are we still stuck on Greek mythology? And their gods when well first of all we already know that there's other gods floating around mm -hmm. um and why aren't we having fun with like the inca or the aztec or the brazilian gods Good because shout. they're pretty freaking interesting like Quetzalcoatl mm -hmm. is a winged serpent god like he would be very interesting to you know look at and i, I don't know I, I, i'm kind of i'm just kind of sick uh, and I guess it's because I just don't really like Wonder Woman a lot. I'm sick of the Greek and Roman gods in everything. Yeah. I'm like, yeah. come on, guys. You know, and even was Artemis, didn't she even interact with the uh, Egyptian gods? Yeah. Like, Great point. I mean, if you want diverse comics, 
you got Dazzo T Raw. Yeah, yeah. Create you've got to follow the track. You've got to follow the logic track just because yeah. she's Amazon, you know, she has Power Zank as Amazon. Incas will have their version of Amazons. So yeah. let's let's yeah. go with the floor. Yeah, good I mean shout, you can you shout. can have the Greeks around, but like she should be more engaged with like the gods from that particular area. And it mm-hmm. it's just kind of annoying that they don't. Well it's but it's 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 whitewashing a thing, unfortunately. Yeah, and, and there's it no really need. is there's no need because the comics the, the they whine and complain of you know diversity, diversity, but then they go and like, oh, we have this, you know amazonian you know brazilian amazon cool and then we're going to just throw it right back into greek mythology i'm like yeah. get your crap together if you want diversity use the gods from that area it's not that hard there's a lot of cool stories there's a lot of cool gods just freaking do it people will buy it yara i love yara <laughs> you know i know a lot of people who like yara so strongly worded letter need to be written <laughs> well they just need to like are you looking for diversity or are you not because if you want to just pander, then go ahead and just stop pretending like you know you actually uh, want diversity when you don't. Sorry, I'm getting angry because no, 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 no. they're complaining I'm about just... diversity, but then they refuse to do it and they create a character and then they abandon them because they're like, oh, they're not as popular as the characters that have been around mm-hmm. for 100 years. Of course, they're not going to be as popular as the characters who've been around 100 years. They've been around 100 years. Give your so, characters uh, good storylines with actual, you know, things that we want to see. You know, because guess what? People want to see the Incas and the other gods, but you guys go, well, no, they don't because white people don't want that. You don't know what the crap white people want because guess what? We find this shit interesting too. Okay, so cool. stop well about it and actually ah. do it. Right. So, preach, sister. Preach. In, yes. Sorry. In closing, just to kind of back Frey up on this, I don't think. I don't think it's whitewashing per se. What I do think it is is lazy writing. Playing it lazy. safe. I think yeah. yeah. I think yeah. Um Tracy, Wonder Girl. So it kicked the Wonder Girl book kicked off whilst you're on your your travels around yeah, my hiatus. So um are you up to date? Did you know this character? No, like that's the thing. I, I I know the character, but I'm not I I wasn't I haven't read this. I haven't read a lot about but I do know bits about the, the background of it and again thinking oh wow this is going to be a really amazing book um and i actually look i was actually going to pick this um uh, book as well and then i said oh no I'll, I'll i'll look at something different because i hadn't a feckin clue of what was going on but in saying that she's beautiful she's drawn Pro, not not great, but well enough that you could see there's such potential in how to use her as again strong female lead. Um, bringing up all the, I didn't understand why the other uh, Wonder Girls were there. It didn't make sense for them to be there. And then again, you know, oh, Cupid, my heirs, we fell in love. But you know, I think we would have fallen in love even if I hadn't have, like put a spell on you. Shut up, toxic masculinity bullshit and then, yeah. and then well, that's how the greek gods are they're all a bunch of douchebags yeah but then as 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 freya eloquently put it there's so many beautiful stories especially in mayan inca all that kind of south american lore that mm. is rich and vibrant and new and as somebody who's been reading comics for a very long time i would just eat up a brand new something mm. with this wonderfully eloquent very interesting female lead mm. and they have 
you know what I mean? They have the power to do that. But as you said, Johnny, it's very lazy writing that, oh, well, we know what we're doing with these characters, so we'll just put them in instead. Um, the book is is illustrated beautifully, majoritively. Um, uh, even to the even to the front cover, I I I love that front cover. It's like, yep, I know what they're talking about. Good. I can't wait to go back and read the other issues to make sure that I know what's going on and follow her further. <laughs> That's a good shout, Josh. First and foremost, I was super excited to see Jordi Belair on colors on this mm. which she rocks it every we love georgie yes we love georgie yes we do i i have to completely agree that this how can i put it comics today are taking a page out of hollywood's book they're yeah. not they're so afraid to go new avenues with characters they're so afraid to make new stories, they would rather regurgitate the same crap that we've had for over a hundred years. I, with Freya, I would have loved to see something with the Brazilian gods because I don't know hardly anything about it. They make it new, interesting. Incan gods, Aztec. I mean, you, just as she said, if you want diversity in diverse characters, why the hell aren't you using the lore and the mythos from the area that that character is based out of? It's a missed opportunity, not not just from the writers, but from from the editors too, from the higher ups. Mm -hmm. Keep yeah. saying we want diverse characters, we want diversity, blah blah blah. Well, now it's time to put the pen to the paper and actually do it instead of half-ass it like yeah. you've been doing for the last, as long as we've been on this podcast. But even yeah. just like a, a prime example, um, uh, there's, a, there's that new movie that came out, uh, Incantato or whatever it was called, about the magic house. There's all over every social media platform you see these parents are showing pictures of their children going to finally there's somebody who represents me mm -hmm. there is somebody who represents me on the tv in a cartoon making sense about air family and, and then we're talking about family and history yeah. and you know their yeah. lore and then we get a different wonder girl who's not from the the, the white spectrum i mean <clears throat> put it plainly and then all of a sudden we have this beautiful new strong character who whose lore and history is not being utilized think if they don't want to think about you know they're not thinking about oh who they're going to make happy think about the money they're going to make you know yeah. what i mean you put out something parents of will be buying it for their kids it's just the mm. way it would be so yeah. do something new for that sake if, if that's all you're doing it for is to make money it will be taken up it will be bought it will be it will be massive yep yeah it, and it's it, it, same thing like with Encanto, like you said with Encanto, like people are going nuts over it. But in my area, the same thing happened when Coco came out, and I yeah. freaking love Coco. I think Coco is my favorite Disney movie, yeah. um, because I've always been fascinated with like the the day of the, the day of the dead, <laughs> Ilista de yeah. Muerto. And sorry, yeah. I my Spanish sucks. I apologize. But like I, I've but then again, I've always been interested in like foreign 
uh, like other cultures. So I've, you know, even through middle school and everything, I was very interested in, you know, Egyptian culture and stuff. And then it went over to Japanese and Chinese and Japanese and, you know, Spanish culture. But like the same thing, um, every kid loved Coco when it came out. And so it, it's just, they, they prove time and time again that it's not, that people don't want these characters and i'm not i'm not even just talking just hispanic character you know people yeah. or latino people liking these characters even like the asian and white kids love these characters like everyone loved these movies and like my niece um she's asian and she freaking loves coco and so when we went to disneyland during halloween they had the coco area she was freaking excited and loved it and they can't be like well you know but no one because no one will want it because people do want it and it's not just because of their ethnicity which is great to have representation but like everyone wants difference because we've already seen the you know the european no offense to you guys the european fairy tales time and time again constant european fairy tales you know everything you know you've seen like millions of sherlock holmes movies which i love robert downey jr and you know cover batch but uh, we've seen these a million times and they just keep remaking them again and, and again, again and again so let's try something new that's yes. the answer right okay yes. so whilst you guys are talking about coco i'm gonna make myself a hot chocolate um no, <laughs> no. my joke just a bad joke. Um, right, so we'll take a quick break for one of our ads for one of our other shows. I'll leave it to Joshua to take take a pick. Josh, whichever mm. one you like. How about... Let me ask you a question. Are you wanting to read a new comic book that has nothing to do with the big two? Are you tired of looking through countless titles and have no idea where to begin? Well, don't you worry because the random dude Josh and Johnny the Machine Hughes has the podcast for you. Flipside Focus, only on the Undercover Capes Podcast Network. Ah, Flipside. What a show. Excellent. Keep what checking. a show. <laughs> I love doing Flipside. It's class. Um, I love so to What? I do love listening to it. Oh, I was going to say, I thought you said you haven't listened to Flipside. No, I do. I love listening to it. So, Flipside, check out UCPN. Check out Flipside, folks, on Twitter to find out when the next show's coming out. Or you never know, if you look really hard, it might be out already. (gasps) Oh. Just saying. (laughs) All right. Okay. We want something different. We want something different. I tell you what, let's have something different. It is Monkey Prince number Woo! one. Monkey Prince. Written by uh, Jean Luan Yang. Art by Bernard Chan. Colors by Sebastian Cheng. And letters by Janice Chiang. Sorry if I've destroyed everybody's name there. It's my mutant ability. So, <laughs> what can I say? We all have a skill. <sighs> Monkey. Okay. All right, Tracy, this is your call. Take it away. I can't explain how excited I was when I see this. There was no word that could describe my pure bliss and joy when I went, oh, it's monkey. <laughs> it's called beer. I don't drink anymore. This is what makes me happy. Um, 
this this story is something that I not this particular story, but the, the lore of the Monkey Prince is something I w- was very aware of. Obviously, when I was younger, there was the TV show, and then that got me really interested in the actual mythology of it. And I went and learned. I was reading about the actual stories, and then there was a remake, and then there was a couple of books, and then DC have come out with this. So Batman's in a I'm sorry, that makes me sad, but I understand he has to be because this book is going to flip people's heads all over the shop because of the way Batman is going to be viewed in it. From the very, very start, your first introduction um, of this young child seeing Batman and not seeing Batman as a hero. It is great. I love it. The story is crazy. You know, these This kid and his family have to move around because of his parents job and you know he 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 was traumatized by batman as a child uh you know he, he, they they have to end up eventually coming back to gotham and the poor kid has ptsd and he gets panic attacks and he's in this new school and he's being bullied and then the wonderful always wonderful uh you know the the janitor of the school always ah <laughs> uh, mr miyagi uh, yeah, oh, it's, come oh, talk no. you, boy, come talk. And he's like burping and all this stuff is coming. And it's like, I don't know what to do. Um, and it just goes from there. And then all of a sudden, at the, at the, uh, as we come to the, the, the climax, so they say, of the comic, he sprouts a tail, turns into the monkey king, or uh, the prince in this one. And it's going to be brilliant. I cannot wait. I don't want to tell everybody little bits because it makes it so much more interesting. This is going to be a great book. Um, and I love the art in it, even though there's lots of stupid looking bits in it. I love it. <laughs> and that's me. All right. Can you sing the monkey song? No. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you sing it. Uh, I'm shy. High, high on the top of top a mountain. mountain. Oh, funky is funky and never yeah. stops. There you go. <laughs> Thank you. That's as good as it gets. You're welcome. I so, yeah. have no idea what that was. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> we don't have oh, that no. song in the US, apparently. So, oh, did you not see the TV show? See, like the original <laughs> one. Uh, that was not here. Um, no. Well, when when Fray said she wasn't here, she means she wasn't born, Tracy. That's what she means. Well, probably. I'm not. <laughs> I've never seen it. <laughs> well, maybe not Tracy. I don't know how old Tracy is. So I'll be 40 in three weeks. Ah. So I am the child of the group. You're the baby. Okay. I am the baby. Mm-hmm. Um. <laughs> so my introduction. Wait, 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 wait. Whoa, 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 whoa. I might be younger than 40. Cool. And I have a handful <laughs> of hair. <laughs> Oh my god. That's the reason why why I'm on old times. <laughs> All right, sorry, sorry for you. <laughs> okay. So uh my introduction to the Monkey King was actually Dragon Ball. Dragon Ball Z. Dragon Ball Z. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then I figured out, oh, this is actually based on something. And then in college, um, I actually read the the whole the whole thing, which is that is a that's a thick book. That's that's a story. Um, that is a story. And um <laughs> uh, no, if you're easily offended, don't freaking read it because yeah. Pixie and there's some piss jokes and, and there's all sorts of things in there. So if you're easily offended, don't freaking read it because you're going to start, well, it, you know, it'll mm-hmm. offend you. It's a fantastic read, though. Um, yeah. It's of its time. Oh, it's, yeah, it, it's of a lot of decades. I mean, oh my gosh, it was great. I loved it. Um, 
But yeah, um, I was super excited for this. So I tried to pick it for Josh, um, <laughs> which you know, luckily I didn't, I missed Tracy picked it. So I was like, oh, okay, cool. I get to read it and talk about it too. Um, I do like how his parents are actually working for Penguin. <laughs> That's why Batman showed up at their house. I was like, oh, okay. Cause I'm like, I don't, I don't remember Batman breaking into random people's homes and beating them up. <laughs> but like, I was like, oh, I like this. And the moment that uh, the janitor showed up, I'm like, oh, it's Pigsy. It's yep. Pigsy. I, you know, it, I was like, awesome. And the whole, let, let, okay, the water thing, yeah, the soda pop thing, I'm like, okay, here's the thing about soda pop. Okay, just like in everywhere else, there's multiple ways to say it in China, in Chinese. And so they chose this particular one, which I'm like, okay, cool. But just like every other word in Chinese, it has multiple um, definitions. Mm. And a lot of, you know, there's uh, literally uh, it means vapor, air, or breath. And sometimes it, depending on, you know, how you look at it, it means steam. And then they said, it's also, I mean, some people, you know, can also say vital energy and depending on how you talk about it, it refers to like vital energy, vital force, you know, energy. Um, but that's, that's depending on like a lot of different things. And I guess I kind of went to touch on, we said it's, it's a complicated because literally everything in Chinese is complicated. Like it's, it's not a phonetic language. It's a tonal language. So if you say something with the wrong tone, then you're saying the wrong word. <laughs> you know? Like, and so, cause you know, ding, 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 me in college, I, I learned Chinese. Um, yep. It wasn't my main language. My main language was Japanese, but I did take a couple of years of Chinese and it kicked my ass because it's such a hard language. To, like it is, reading is one thing, but speaking it is a completely other thing. And so that whole, it's energy water. I'm like, okay, Pigsy, you think that because you know damn well that it also means it, it's it's due to air. And so it's called that because of the bubbles that you get from the fizz. <laughs> okay, you stupid pig. You know? <laughs> Pigsy isn't the brightest of sparks. No, he's not. He so... was kind of stupid in the original tale. And I'm glad they kind of have him still being a pervert and stupid in this. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's innocent in, in a, you know, <clears throat> Um, I went to an all boys school and now I'm seeing boobs for the first time. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm actually, I was really excited. I like the art style. Um, I yeah. was excited um, for anime fans. Just think of him as like a, a mixture of Goku with Gohan. It's Gohan. Just think Go, he's Gohan. Yes. Yeah. Just think that, of that him as work. Gohan, you know, except he's not a nerd. But so, look at the two so boys does, going, what are you talking about? So, what are you talking about? <laughs> I just thought I was going to ask, does Gohan hang out with Go Chewbacca? No. Yes, obviously. Yeah. Okay, cool. So I'm actually really excited for the next books because um, yeah. they haven't introduced Sandy yet, and I love Sandy. And they haven't introduced, um, to, what what was his name? Tori? Tori um, Chipacata. Chipacata. Yeah, Chipacata. They haven't introduced him yet either. Don't, so, don't be giving it. Look at the boys. Been, no, no, this book about. is hundreds of years old. So you know what? I can spoil, you know, Journey of the West, you know, characters. But I'm excited for them. I want to see how they do that. Um, I know it's not the Monkey King because he's too busy partying it up under the mountain. Mountain, um, yeah. And for all you people who want to know what he says in Chinese on that page, what page was that? He's under the mountain. 
He jumps in, then he goes in, you actually see the monkey king. Monkeys, yeah, everybody's here. I freaking love the monkeys. Um the monkey king, what he's actually saying when he's on freaking Nimbus, because I'm referring it to the anime terms because I want to. Um he's <laughs> you're not missing anything. All he really literally says is, I am the monkey king. That's all he yeah. says right there. It's a, so you're not missing anything. He just essentially goes, I am the monkey king. I'm like there's no reason for him to say that. But he just introduced himself. So it's just so people know. Just so people who know Chinese know. <laughs> so, Let's give it people going, what did he say? So people are going to copy yeah, and paste so, that and put it into Google. Well, yeah. So people, there's the start of an there's a start of an addiction. Yeah. So that he just says, I am the monkey king. So, you know, that's all he says. Nothing just all be that mind, important. Just be mindful not to translate it or Google it wrong because otherwise you end up sweet and sour fried rice. <laughs> But look in that panel beside of how cute Piggy is. Look at his little face. Oh, oh give so over. Josh, cute. save me. Save me from <laughs> look, at look at him. And Johnny, I think this is our punishment for talking about football. Is yes. it? Oh, yeah, fair enough. Because the whole time they were talking, I'm sitting here going, the hell? <laughs> I have no idea what. It, it really was... Yeah, it's like when you and I talk about football or Matthew and I talk about magic, it was kind of the same effect. So I, I think <laughs> we need to maybe not talk about football in front of Frey anymore um, or else we'll just be in this stupor of I don't know what the hell's going on. Hey, I'm all right. I, nothing will stop me talking about football. Just saying. You can pick whatever. You can even pick a Red Hood book for all I care. You know, well, you, know, we got, <laughs> you said it we, now. We can talk about pigskin. Yeah, yeah. There we go. Yeah. I, I, you know what? I will say the art in this book was absolutely fantastic, top notch. It was, mm -hmm. it was gorgeous, and I have no complaints about it. I could see why Freya picked it because she probably knew that I was going to be confused as all hell. Yeah, um, but you got left out because Tracy picked it. <laughs> I did, yeah. And so then I was when I saw my pick, Freya um, <laughs> was so nice to give me. Yeah. Um, I'm, I was I'm like, oh. should we should we get to your pick now then? Well, You're good like that, Freya. So um, as you know, the rules of the the rules of the room pretty much go that if you miss a show and you don't, uh, if you miss a show. You generally get a book picked for you on your return. Um, so Josh was missing last time around for good reasons. Yeah. But we're not going to let that stand in the way of having some fun. Uh. So, <laughs> Frey, did you pick this for Josh? Was that right? Yes, I did. So, oh my good God. Blame the it's dartboard. One, <laughs> it's one star squadron. <laughs> da, da, da. <laughs> right. Russell, art by Steve Lieber, colours by Dave Stewart, letters by Dave Sharp. And to be honest, I'm not sure if you shot yourself in the foot with this one, Freya, because Mark Russell is an indie writer par excellence, having mm. written books such as um, Billionaire Island, Not All Robots, Dead Box, and the highly satirical My Bad. And if you want to know more about Mark Russell, not that I'm giving you a plug or anything, <laughs> but check out Outside the Panels because there's an interview with Mark Russell few episodes ago just saying my finger is on the pulse mm -hmm. there you go josh take it away 
You know, the, this part of the cover that I, I'm sharing at the moment was probably the best way that sums up this book. <laughs> and the look on Red Tornado's face does just that. Okay, now that I've got my little snarkiness out of the way, <laughs> this book, I I felt was more of a more of a jab at the boys because now I, I, that, that book, that series is fantastic. Having a company called heroes for you. Very, very similar to another hero company, another hero company, Superman saying that having superheroes as employees doesn't work the seven uh so all in all like the fact that i made that correlation made the book actually quite entertaining for me because of the fact that i whether it was intentional or not i feel it was a jab at the boys the boys the boys um it's just a stupid read. <laughs> but Red, Red Tornado's an idiot. Yes. Yeah. Who is he religious? Well, I mean, he was told to fire a guy because he got banned from Comic-Con, which I might add is pretty difficult. Well, no, no, it's not difficult to do. Not, no. No, no. <laughs> I, I got to think about that. Nope. I've I've had an eighty-six a number of people. It's fine. It's fine. Um, partly because they were creepy bastards, but that's neither here nor there. Yeah, it's usually yeah. that's normally why. Yeah, that's yeah. normally why. And, don't and be look, a creepy person. Yeah, I look don't. at the face when you know he's a creepy person. Look at him. Right. And for him to be like, well, according to company rules, I'm supposed to fire you, but he doesn't. Like, the hell. Uh, and then so send the creepy guy to a kid thing. Oh yeah. That's That's better idea ever. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I'm, not, I'm not sticking up for him, but he is a robot, remember? Doesn't matter. Us, us machines have to stick together. Mm. I will say these next few pages, uh, I am highly offended by. Really? Which, yeah. by, which, Why? Which Read out the words of this Irish person. Mine <laughs> 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 no, uh, in Ireland talks like that. Uh, to be sure. To be sure, to be sure, top of the morning to you. Oh, oh, diver, Danny Mary. No. No, well, every time, no, no, no. Every time no. you draw London, they put a double-decker bus in it. I've never seen a double-decker bug for 20 years. I know. <laughs> so what? This is, uh, and I'm sorry, but Superman's face here. What Superman look like at all? Who is he? <laughs> that, Superman. That, should we call him? Uh, he, he looks more like Derper Man. He's, he's very he's derpy. Yeah. yeah. Like, uh... But when I seen Superman on the first page, I thought this was going to, I thought it was satirical. I didn't think it was, I thought it was somebody pretending to be him when they were saying, you know, for hire or, you know, I was like, that's not Superman, Superman. Oh my God, that is Superman. That's it looks like one of those Vegas lookalikes that you can yeah, hire yeah, for yeah. your parties. No, I think okay. it's supposed to be satirical. <laughs> That, that is the point. Fair enough, that is Superman, but it's Superman 
stand up against the corporate okay. world. It's supposed to be a set. Here, here's the best the best way to do it. Okay. Here, here's the best way to explain that that Superman. Give me just a hot second here to queue up what I want because we're gonna make better? this exactly. So to start this off. Expectation. Uh, Okay. (laughs) That's if you order Superman from DC Comics. What we get is Superman from (laughs) Wish.com. That Uh, arrived four weeks late after waiting for each. Discount. So if if you enjoy something that is absolutely mind numbing and has no point and there's nothing else that Hollywood can do for you, go ahead and read this book. Aside from that, you can pass on it. I'm super surprised. Ah. I'm I thought you'd dig this. Like this is uh for me this is a dollar major book dude, i mean hell, literally, he shops a dollar major this this is superhero meets dilbert what can't be good about that <laughs> dilbert nah. all right that, fair. that's under the assumption that i enjoyed dilbert <laughs> fair enough fair enough uh fair. yes are you as grouchy pants as uh josh there about a book i didn't have to read <laughs> Did you not read this? Oh, the rules, the rules. Excellent. I've been doing it by the rules. Did anybody read this book other than I Josh? Did. Right. I did. Thank, thank you, Tracy. Thank you. I read it. Uh, that's I also, why I was so offended. I also read it. Thank you very yeah. much. All right. Um, yeah, it's a it's a it's a it's a stupid, stupid, stupid book, but I understand the premise, you know what I mean? And you know <laughs> how like even the, 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 that, the, the, besides the horrible uh, Irishism, the whole thing of it is, is you know, are we are they going to turn them into profitable pe- people or not? So who who is going to make money and who's not? And like this guy lets people drown um, because he can you know, get three times the money opening a Halloween shop. Um, everybody hates you know, the, the office manager and he gets called in and they're like, oh, you know, I, I Red Tornado thinks he's going to get fired. But instead, they're like, because everybody hates you, it doesn't matter to start firing people because they hate you anyway. And it's like, it's the corporate world at its best and meanest and most real. Yeah. So, derpy book. And just like <laughs> Superman said, being a superhero can't be a job because just with every, like every other job, once it's a job, you start slacking and don't give a shit <laughs> like, because it's draining. And yeah. that's why they also say, don't do uh, what you love as a job because you'll start to hate it. So my issue with this book, I thought the book was funny. I thought it's really having worked in a corporate world um, in call centers. I can totally feel the pain. Of the yeah. Office. Um, yeah. You know, get your sales, get your sales. What are you going to do? You're getting yeah. fired. I get it. I get it. It's, it's a slice of my previous life, if I'm honest. Uh, mm. And having all soon to be recent, newer life, I suppose. <laughs> but the thing that knocks me about this book more than anything is um, 
It's got BBCitis. Now, what I mean by BBCitis? <laughs> I understand it, exactly what you mean. Is back when Doctor Who wasn't back on the telly, right? Every time BBC ran an advert for their programs, there would be a picture of the TARDIS or the noise of the TARDIS landing or taking off, but there would never be a Doctor Who TV show. As if BBC BBC are saying, we've got all this great stuff, but we're not going to do anything about it. And that's exactly what I feel about this book when I see characters like Red Tornado pop in and Power Girl. Why do we not have a Power Girl book? Mm -hmm. Seriously. You're happy to use her for this, but you're not happy to use her for like, I don't know, just a society book or a mm -hmm. world's finest again. You know, there's yeah. no... I was sad that they didn't put Power Girl in a power in a proper power suit. I oh, don't know. There was yeah. no shoulders in the suit. And that there should have been because she deserves it. That was <laughs> so so I think that's my irksum. But having read Mark Russell, Russell's other stuff, I mean, I've reviewed Billionaire Island a couple of times. I reviewed Dead Box. Um I interviewed him for my bad. He has also written stuff for like Red Sonya and a whole lot of different dynamite yeah. books. There's like there's like standard stuff and then there's satire and then there's mark russell that normally sits <laughs> up here right so you've got to take your tongue stick it in your cheek and read the book and just enjoy it for the daft fun that it is although if you've worked in call centers it will seem like a slice of oh my god that is actually me so there you go. i i try not to think about those days things <laughs> Mostly, I've never had those days. Um, but yeah, I mean, stupid things can be like stupid humor is can be fun, you know, and they could be good to you. Like we said, if it's you know, if you're looking for a stupid fun, check it out and see if it's your type of humor. Um, and if it's not, then oh well, people have different tastes. Prince. Go get something else. <laughs> go get monkey prints. <laughs> right there, you go four books down. Um, four done, four different huge different types of books all over, mm. across the board. Um, hope you enjoyed the show. So all that's left really is for me to say, Josh, thank you very much. Tracy, thanks. Yeah, good man, good man. Uh, Freya down there. Yeah, <laughs> Don't forget to check out UCPN for all your favourite shows, including Joshua. Oh, we got Flipside Focus and the Jank Think Tank where we talk about all things Magic the Gathering, so... Okay, and check out the Old Timers comic book show due on February 16th. That is another one of our famous Tainted Love specials just for Valentine's Day. All right, so I have been your host, Johnny Machine Hughes. As always, adios.